Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Deb Penner, founder of Drops in the Buckets, and is an alignment coach for women alongside hosting retreats and masterminds, writing a spicy blog, and a speaker. Hey, Deb, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. Lovely to have you here. Can you expand a bit more on, you know, where are you today with your business and who is it that you'd love to work with? I love to work with professional women who are in this space where they're looking around at their life and they're seeing all of this success, all of these goals accomplished, right? I had this list and I've done so many things on it and they still feel like something isn't quite right. They feel like something's missing, or maybe they even feel a little bit shameful or a little bit guilty because they have all of this accomplishment, but it doesn't feel like enough. Those are my women. So is that, hmm, at what point do do these women come to you? Because there's a whole, we could talk for hours about being, you know, unaware and problem aware, solution aware, all these different kinds of levels. Where are they when they, when they come to you? Because it's, you know, we hear it time and time again, you you have the family, the car, the house, the business It's like, damn it, I'm not happy. (laughs) What up with that? So at what stage are they at? Are they, are they curious? Are they um, just frustrated and ready for change? Are they just, are they scared or worried or just unsure? I think that that space that you just described where you're looking around and you're saying, I have all the things that I thought that I wanted, except for at the time, you don't think I thought that I wanted. <laughs> I have all the things I wanted. Damn all it, I'm I was, not happy. I was, I was told I should want. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, and I'm not happy. And unfortunately, for the most part, women wait until that feels like a crisis to them. Mm. So I would love to start finding those women earlier. And that's part of my work with women in alignment and just really informing people about the concept of alignment. What does it mean to be in alignment? How do you know when you're out of alignment so that we can start this conversation and hopefully not as many people get as far down the rabbit hole um, mm. to the point where they really are feeling desperate. I just, I don't know what's wrong with me. Something has to give this like desperate, like you said, frustrated, overwhelmed place. That's where women usually come to me 
but I mm. would love to find them sooner. Oh my gosh. Now, so you're sort of naming the whole sort of coaching industry here because well, coaching, relationships, health, the whole lot. It's so, change is hard, right? Nobody wants change. We don't go after change. And it's those critical moments that is when traditionally we, we do something, we do make a change, but there's normally a trigger. There's something that has to happen. Oh my gosh, wouldn't it be amazing if there was prevention, not cure? But if it's going okay, we're experts at avoiding stuff. We're like, that's that's good <laughs> enough. That's that's kind of fine. So I understand that you would love to be coaching more women through the sort of prevention, make sure they don't get to that point. But there needs to be a trigger, a reason, and maybe that's a harder sell. That awareness is is tougher because you need to experience or see something. So this is this is an interesting rabbit hole to go down straight away. I love this. What is it like? Or what's the most frustrating thing for you about the the way you engage, share, try and make people aware of what is happening rather than solving the, the crisis point? I would say, and I wouldn't frame it as frustrating for me, but I would say one of the greater challenges is that I am sort of the, the standard bearer for smashing paradigms around womanhood. Uh -huh. So if we're going to catch women earlier and help them create alignment before being out of alignment becomes a crisis for them, then we really have to be taking a close look at what society says a good woman is and does. And there's really a lot of paradigm dissection and destruction in that. And that involves challenging belief structures that are really mm. firmly supported. And that isn't always popular, which I'm okay mm. with that. But that's that's one of the more potent would be my word choice. One of the more potent parts of my, not my job, but my work, right? My work yeah. in the world. So, but they're sneaky. These, these beliefs, these promises, so these sneaky. Stories, they're, they may have been brought in for all the right reasons, given to us for the right reasons, but oh my gosh, they, it can be controlling. And then I think it's that moment of, hold on. You mean I'd have to do that or hold on? there's another way i think yes. that moment there is a beautiful sort of space to to for exploration right yes absolutely so things like having boundaries right saying no doing what is best for you in any given circumstance even if that's not what pleases other people or even if it brings judgment from other people or other people are disappointed in you yeah being able to, like you said, have that moment where you're like, wait, I can actually just choose me and I can learn what I need to know to deal with my thoughts about their thoughts about doing what's best for me. Mm -hmm. So we can, we can have multiple levels here of each shift, each paradigm. There's, there's another one that you know, control of that. And there's another one that controls that. To, to allow this, turns out how sort of deep you want to go, it's, it can be fascinating. But just go back to the sort of the really? top level. 
to be able to see this, I think back to your point, to notice this before it gets to, to be in a crisis. One principle that we teach is they listen to the whispers before they become screams. Mm. Oh my gosh. So good. So there's, good. There's so much in this, but the whispers are so easy to miss. And so it's like, yeah, this, this small pain, this small ache, this small pain. No, this is broken. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so to hold space yes. for that is massive, yes. right? Yes. And uh, one of the things I always say is awareness is the seed of everything. So you really do need to be paying attention and, and like you said, listening for those whispers. And I, I think there are a few really basic things that we can do that help us with that. One of those is to spend some quiet time every day, whatever that looks like for you. Is it a walk outside? Is it a meditation? Is it um, you know, taking a 30 minute bath, whatever it is, having this sacred time in your day mm. when you're really intentionally stopping and, and listening for the whispers, tuning in and saying, okay, what's going on in my physical body? What's going on in my emotional body? What do my thoughts look like today? And then what does, what is my day like when I am having these particular feelings, these particular sensations in my body? these particular thoughts and just being intentionally aware. Yeah. I mean, and that all sounds beautiful. Sounds great. Sounds logical, right? But why are we experts in avoiding stuff? And my answer to that question is because we don't always give our subconscious mind a little, we don't like peek behind the curtain and look for Oz very often. And it's the subconscious that's driving us to avoidance, right? Consciously, we have this list of goals. We understand that we have to take action towards those goals. You know, we've got all of this conscious processing going on, but yeah. we tend to give all of our attention to that conscious processing. But that's like no more than 5% of what's going on is your conscious yeah, there's thinking. Lots of mini choices along the way. It's like we're a Tesla. Hey, we're, we're on autopilot. And we've all seen the videos where Tesla getting stuck or going down the wrong path. It's like, oh, so we're, we're just driving. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's like, no. Like, like the Roomba smashing into the sofa over and over and over again. Oh, yeah. When they get stuck, it's like, come on. We can see it. It's so obvious. But there's the chair legs in the wrong kind of place. Or this is like, come on. I've got you. That, that's a great one. Okay. The Tesla or what do you call it? The Roomba. The, the little Roomba. robot vacuum. Yeah. That's the one. Oh We've all God. been the Roomba banging into the chair leg, I'm sure, hey, right? Pause. Everyone listening, where are you a Roomba right now? Where are you banging into a chair leg? That's like, if you just pause and extract out, you can see what's going on. Where are we doing that? And sometimes like, no, Mark, I don't want to see that. Well, then you're free to make the choice and go back to avoidance. Or you'd be yes. like, yeah, my head's banging on here. Either way, either way, it's a decision. And I celebrate every decision. It has to be that way. So yes, okay, amen. We, we, yeah, we've gone straight into this. I love this. So let, let's talk about you. Let's talk about your journey through this. Probably we can have some stories of avoidance and fear and doubt along the way. But what what was it that made you decide? Yes, this is the business that I want to do. This is the thing for me. What was what was that like? Um, I will. It's so. This is so very perfectly orchestrated. 
because the reason that I do what I do now is because I didn't listen to the whispers and then they became screams to the extent that I actually, I worked myself deeply physically ill. So I worked myself into exhaustion and really in the moment damaged my health, hopefully no long-term damage. You know, hopefully it's all things that can be repaired. Um, and I'm feeling much better now than I was a year ago and much, 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 much better than I was a year before that. Mm. Um, but I did all of the ignoring of the, of the whispers. Like I beat the room Roomba against the chair leg until the top came off. <laughs> and it was basically, I was forced into stillness because I, I wrecked my physical body to the point that I couldn't keep going anymore. Mm. And then in the stillness, I could hear the whispers. And then I began to realize like, oh, what, here, what, in, this. In that moment, what were the whispers? Was it, you know, there has to be a better way or I can't do this? What, what, were those, what were those kind of calm voices actually saying in that moment? That largely that I don't have to hustle, that I am not a soul creator. I am part of co-creation. And the single word that I got the most as I was working through this process in my meditations and, and my automatic writings and things like that was trust. Mm. Trust. Trust myself. Trust my knowing. Trust my gift. But also trust that it's not all about me. It's not all on me. I don't have to do all of this forcing and pushing in order to create things. Things can be created through me and with me, not just by me. And that moment, I think that's, that's beautiful. Again, it's yeah, so logical, obviously. But doing it, being at a position where it's like, okay, how do we put this into action? How do we change these, these habits, these patterns, these ways of working? Maybe you're working with your human design. Maybe you're working against it. Maybe you're just doing things that weren't, you're not built to do. It's not right for you. But as a solopreneur, oh my gosh, you have to do the accounting, the books, the marketing, the sales, fulfillment, all the stuff, right? It's, it's everything. So I don't have to do everything. But I do have to right now in this moment, what's the route through? So what this is a story that probably all entrepreneurs can tell, or they're going through it right now, been through it, seen it. So what was it for you? What was the what were the the finer moments, the best moments as you sort of came through this after having that realization? Probably. No, probably strike that word. It was peace. It was actually being able to be in my business and be in peace rather mm. than being in my business and being in scarcity or being in my business and being in hustle or being in my business and being in greed, which comes from scarcity. Like there's not mm. enough for me. So I have to have more. So being able to be at peace and feel, feel easy, even when things are challenging. Mm. So in that moment, did you, because obviously you didn't have these tools and tactics and strategies before, well, you may have done, just not used them. 
And that's a whole topic for another day. But <laughs> what what was it that you either started doing or that you picked up or that you sought, whether it's through books, through mentors, courses, whatever it might be, podcasts, just like this one. Oh my gosh. What what were the things that really helped you? Developing a meditation practice was a huge game changer for me. Huge. And learning to hear and honor my physical body. Mm. I've, I've been a re religious exerciser pretty much all of my life for a different reason in different stages of my life. And right before this soul upgrade, when I got, uh, got the spiritual two by four between the eyes, <laughs> I was actually like quite an athlete. So I was really, sorry, you the barking dogs. Um, I was really, like I was competing in races and, and mm. so I was, and, but I was really enjoying it. It didn't feel like I was pushing my body really hard. But on the other side of this, I was able to see that I really was pushing. I wasn't listening. And so that was another big thing was learning that I can trust my body to tell me when we can go hard and when we need to rest. Mm. And I can do that without losing anything it, without losing anything. It, just, it felt like if I didn't do this hard driving way of operating my physical body that like I wouldn't be fit or I wouldn't be strong. I wouldn't be capable. So that's example there, because obviously we can talk about the mental and the physical. Those are two unique separate entities. So the body, you trusting our bodies to tell us that's one thing. The mind can override this. And by you saying that you used to being an athlete and pushing your body to, to limits that other people maybe wouldn't reach and trusting your body and pushing it and enjoying it, those traits, was that what was driving you mentally with your business? So you were pushing your mind, pushing further because you, you had this one thing saying, this is good, this works. So it's, was that the, the sort of challenge at the time? Yes, absolutely. Yes. I refer to myself as a recovered fourthaholic. So yeah, that, that I always have to push harder, 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 more, more, more. And that that's the path to all the things. Yeah. Like you mm. said, to the business things, to the physical things, to all the things, the answer is just force it. So yes, that was the big thing that had to go. Yeah. Beautiful. I love that. And I could, I could so resonate because yeah, that was, that was, it still can be my makeup. I know this is do more. There needs to be more action. It's the very, it's the masculine. It's the creation rather than the yes. sort of the, hold on. And Katie is, is the one that forget yourself to really align with, you know, there needs to be balance. There needs to be rest. There needs to yes. be the right way of working. You can hustle all you want. If it's coming from the wrong place, oh my gosh, it's not going to work. The energy is yeah. wrong how you're, you're being received is wrong. Maybe there's no receiving whatsoever because all you're doing is giving. Right. A little bit of force. So there's all these little flavors that come along with this, which is beautiful. So to go through this and I'm like, yeah, I, I, I remember that. God, I, I still want to do that sometimes. So it's, yes. it's that kind of, it's that kind of the energy. So let's sort of fast forward to today because right now, obviously, We've all gone through the pandemic. All our lives have changed. Technology brings in more things, more opportunities. 
the business landscape has changed. And right now you're in a bit of a transition where you're expanding your business and tweaking and changing and looking for what's next. So what's it like for you having been through you know, your personal experience and now you're at the helm and moving your business forward? What's what's that like knowing what you, I know what I shouldn't do. I know myself. How are you working with that? This is a funny time to ask that question because I, I recently took a trip that got an unplanned extension. Um, this The July 4th weekend of 2023, there was a big airline snafu and people got stuck everywhere and I got stuck in Canada. So I had a lot of time on my hands. Uh, and during that period of time, I realized, oopsies, I'm doing a little bit of the forcing thing again. So like you said, you know, we figured, we figured out and we're like, Ooh, a little bit too much masculine energy, need a little bit of feminine energy to come back in and balance things out again. But balance is not a state. It's not a one-time thing. Like we don't mm -hmm. flip the balance switch and stay balanced, right? Balance is an equalizer board and we're always adjusting it. And, and I had gotten a bit out of balance without realizing it. And so in this exact moment, I'm literally just reapplying these original lessons. Like, wait a minute, draw back, look at what you haven't been doing. I had not been doing my meditation practices regularly. I'd been pushing my work hours more. So I was just, I had just kind of started to slide back into that overly forceful energy. So it was like, okay, wait. Let's recalibrate. Let's do, like you said, the things that you know that work and just rebalance. But it's easy breath. to overlook because I'll, do, I'll fix me later. I'll be fine. There are controllers. So obviously the, the airlines going out of whack allowed you to go out of whack. Also the other <laughs> controllers of you know, looking at businesses changing, looking at uh, where you are mentally, financially, emotion is all these different things. So finding these little controls, oh, that's not helping me. Oh, that's not helping me. There's there's a lot on this on this equalizer wobble board. So much. Yes. And it, here's the reality is we only have so much focus on any given day. And it's not the same amount every day. Every day you get out of bed with a different number of marbles or a different number of spoons, however you like to look at that. And so sometimes you've got to have your focus over on this side of the equalizer board for a little bit. And then yeah. something on the other side is sliding and you don't realize it until things get really wobbly, until you fall off the board, maybe even, mm -hmm. or at least you're like, wow, this board does not feel like it usually does. <laughs> then you're like, oh, there's that slider over there I wasn't looking at. So mm -hmm. I think there's so much power in acceptance. And rather than judging our experience or saying, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did this again. I should know better. Yeah. Shame and guilt and, and those emotions that feel really crippling for us that are really hard for us to tolerate. Like maybe we just don't need to generate those emotions. Maybe we could just accept that I'm having a human experience. And that means that sometimes I get out of whack. And mm. when I realize it, then I just, Rewack it and don't make a big deal about it. Yeah, and bring ourselves back into that moment of because you said judgment a couple of times before when we're talking about your, your your clients and going down those layers, and it's you know 
seeing those the, the paradigms having the judgment around it now it's internal judgment so it's external judgment what would they say which probably leads into something that, that, that we're thinking so it's really our judgments and then judging right. ourselves for ah oh, you're numpty of course you haven't drunk your water today haven't meditated well no wonder it's nothing to do with <laughs> anything else you, again you're a plant sunlight water right that's it come on it's it can be that simple normally it is so all these things are if you can hold space if you can all hold space for it's all just information just no good no bad mm. huh why am i why am i judging what's up with that why am i feeling this way the answer is there i mean not saying we're going to enjoy the answer but it's an answer right, right? but it is an answer and that what you just touched on that lack of judgment and not labeling things like, oh, this was a good choice or this was a bad choice. This was a good day or this was a bad day. But just treating everything, like you said, as information. This is just feedback for me. Mm-hmm. It's not that I did a bad job. It's just that I made this set of choices and this is the result that I got from that set of choices. So just noticing the result and then asking, is this a result that I want more of? And if it's not, then I need to go back and look at those choices that I made and revise those. Also, if we're talking about no judgment, oh my gosh, that you're right. Things, the world, the universe, source, it's not like Amazon Prime. It's not like yeah, these things are delivered within one day. Sometimes still, <laughs> so, so true, so true. Sometimes we're, we're still receiving the results of things that we ordered like a month ago, a year ago. It's like some things take a while coming, but it's like it's in transit now. It's on its way. I, I, you can't stop it. So yes. there's that forgiveness and understanding of oh that's a result of that past choice so again it's not a linear thing that we the start and stop is it's all these interwoven lines which as a business owner i mean let's get back onto the track unforget yourself business oh my gosh so where is it where is it right now that like where are you in your own way where are you getting in your own way with your business even though you have all this knowledge where am I in my own way? I definitely would would repeat my earlier answer that I have been uh, a little bit forcey and not forcey. doing a great job of receiving uh-huh. in my business. And maybe a little impatient, not, yeah. not being willing. Yeah. Like you said, like I placed the Amazon Prime order. <laughs> Dear source, this is mm. what I would like to create. And now I'm like standing on the porch, like, where is my order? Yeah. Instead of just realizing that I put it out there. Now it's my job to show up as the person who has Ooh. this thing already. Yeah. And, and it'll get here. Right. But I, I have, I would say I have been a bit impatient. With, with what you said, I want to sort of tie a bow in, in this episode because with, um, realizing that you know, you're impatient and you're waiting for this to come along. We started the episode talking about you know, those times where, where we and other people are like, I've got all this, I've got this, I've got this, but I'm not happy. Damn it. What's, what's going on? Right now, you're in a situation where you know, you're, you're building, you're hiring, you're investing in your business. Where's the results? These <laughs> are the challenges, the problems, the, the things we need to do at this level. If you, if you can't deal with these problems, oh my gosh, just think what's next. When you right. do get to that next level, have a bigger team, different service, whatever it might be, whatever it looks like for you. There is a whole, the impatience. 
I should be happy. There's a lot wrapped up in that. So, and it's a spiral. It keeps going up and up. So many things that you, this experience you're going through, the experience that you've had is why you're best placed to coach your, your clients because you can bring a whole host of Deb with it. Just your experience. That's what it's all about, right? Absolutely. And it's, it's not, it's so rarely about the thing. It's about the person that you have to become in pursuit of the thing. Oh, nice. right? yes. So it's, it, it's almost never in our businesses about bringing on somebody in X role or, you know, reaching a certain sales marker or whatever the case may be. It's about the, the personal transformation that you have to undergo to get yourself aligned. Yes. With that particular business result. Mm. So you can feel that you're in between identities. You're on your way. You're in transition to the next. You're in that, that in-between space, which is beautiful. And also, I, I wish I was there. Yes. Yeah. And so, again, being, being willing to accept that, being willing yeah. to accept that this is an in-between place. I'm no longer the business owner and coach and entrepreneur that I once was, but I'm also not quite up to the next level. And I'm just in this in-between place and we don't need to apply any kind of judgment to that. We don't have to say this is a bad place or I don't like being here or, you know, this isn't, this isn't good enough. We can just say, this is the place that I'm in. And sometimes it's uncomfortable and that's okay. Sometimes, most time, oftentimes, yeah. <laughs> majority of the time it's how yeah. we cope in these moments in fact it's not about coping that's the wrong word so words matter sometimes managing manage that's exactly the word i was thinking we don't want to how cope. we manage we have the coping and that's where your wobble board goes off it's how we manage ourselves through these challenges and situations and, and moments that is what defines success and how we do that it's beautiful deb this has been so much fun oh my gosh thank you so much for sharing not only what you do but behind the scenes. I love this. Absolutely. Very much my pleasure. So much fun to talk with you today. And this was when you just let the conversation roll like this, it just always rolls right where it's supposed to go. So this, there was so much beautiful alignment, if I may, in this uh, conversation. So thank you so much for this. I really had a great time and we touched on some really beautiful things here. You're welcome. You're so welcome. Hey, look, people want to find out more about you and the work that you do. Where can they find you? The easiest place to find me is either on social media and my handle on all my social media is the same. It's drops, D-R-O-P-S with Deb. And that is actually my website also is dropswithdeb.com. Awesome. Well, everyone go check that out. And Deb, thanks again for being here and, and playing today. It's been so much fun. Yes. Thank you. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. 
And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.